Thank you, Bill, and thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, this is a really exciting time, and I think, for climate policy, and it's great to see all the people um, in this room here today, and we are, I want to salute OEP for what they've done in bringing this panel together, which will be outstanding, um, and we are really honored to be part of it. So um, just a, a minute about, I, so I've been with BP for 28 years, um, back to the time when, uh, for the first time, we stood out. Uh, at Stanford in 1997 and talked about climate change being real and the world needing to address it. And I was really excited and we are and proud of our CEO Bernard Looney last week or two weeks ago actually, time goes fast, um, when he announced a new corporate purpose for BP and that is reimagining energy for people and our planet. And he announced to many people's surprise a very strong ambition to be net zero by 2050 or sooner and, and this is where policy like carbon pricing comes in, to help the world reach net zero. And here's what he said, we've got to change and change profoundly. We have to because the world is changing fast and so are society's expectations of us. But it is more than having to change, we actually want to change. We want to change because it is the right thing to do for the world, and it's also a tremendous business opportunity for BP. The right thing for the world and a tremendous business opportunity for us. That is really what we believe and, uh, and what we're about doing now. To bring that change, uh, Bernard outlined 10 aims. Don't worry, I'm not going to list them. Um, but it's important to note, Five of those aims are for BP and our operations and reaching net zero and so on, um, and also with respect to products of our customers in various ways. Um, but five of them are also for the world. What can we do to help the world get to net zero? And that is really important. And they include a focus on carbon pricing policy. Make no mistake, carbon pricing policy and advocating for it now is part of BP's core corporate purpose and one of our key aims. And another of those aims I just want to talk about briefly and share some news from this morning if you haven't seen it, uh, is to have a transparent and different relationship, open relationship, and in influencing our trade associations. So we did a comprehensive report of the trade associations that deal with climate policy throughout the world. And this morning we, reduced, uh, we introduced, released the results. Um, and uh, we chose to leave three trade associations, two of them because of carbon pricing policy differences. One of those being the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers Group, and the other being the Western States Petroleum Association. We left those groups because of profound differences over matters of carbon pricing policy. And there were a number of other associations where we were par partially aligned, and we laid out a group of positions that we take, including support for Paris, support for climate science, and support, of course, for carbon pricing policy. And we looked at their policies and statements with respect to that. And three of them we found partially aligned here in the US. That's the American Petroleum Institute, the National Association of Manufacturers, and the Chamber of Commerce. I would commend to you to watch what those associations are doing. There is change happening within those associations. They have changed, and a number of them have issued, and I'm pleased to say we've been part of this process. Different general statements on, corp, uh, on uh, carbon and climate policy, 
And I think you will see more of that and a difference in tone and a difference in engagement as things go forward. And our CEO has sent a letter to each of those associations explaining what our expectations are, and we've stated publicly that we will be watching them and that we will be trying to influence and working with them toward constructive engagement on climate policy. So um, I promise this won't be a keynote, but I did want to share those things with you because it's, and, and every day there's a lot going on. We're engaged uh, on the Transportation Climate Initiative. We're engaged on Reggie at a state level. Um, and we're really excited. There's a reason this event is being held in New York, other than, of course, it's the center of the universe. I think of the great map, you know, the New Yorker's view of the world. And I've always been a, a big lover of New York. But it's a leader of the states when it comes to climate policy, really. Um, the passage of the Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act is really a testament to that, very important. And we believe that a well-designed price on carbon is absolutely essential to New York meeting the mandates established in that legislation. And that's why this kind of discussion is so critically important. Um, we really have a blue ribbon panel here and, and a fantastic moderator to take us through this topic. I very much look forward to it. Um, so have your cup of coffee, get ready for a great discussion. Actually, there's one other thing I want to say. I thought about this. Um, this is not my prepared remarks, but um, I'm so glad to have a, a, a young lady here with us today. I know, don't be embarrassed. But I say that because one of the things that is moving this world and moving our industry, I believe, is activism by youth, because this is a problem that we have to solve. And we, these tools we're talking about are ways to solve it. But we've got to solve the problem, not just for august people around here and people of a certain age like me, um, but for my children, my grandchild, and you know all of us. So anyway, that's. I'm really glad we're gathered around. And um, as the other Como might say, let's get at it. Thank you. <laughs>